That was a good clap. My little mm. meter spiked so high with that clap. Mm. Love, love to see it. Love mm. to visually see it in mm. Garage Band. That's in how a few you days. know we are doing it right, baby. Mm. Ooh, I already burped. You're making room. Sure am. I tell you what, I was like, oh, I am feeling, uh, and I realize it's because I'm still wearing a real bra. And at this point here, you oh. can kind of see. Oh my God, your look, boobs are so big. First of all, they're fucking insane. But then look, I've got this tiny little space between the bottom of my bra and the top of my maternity pants. <laughs> so I'm like, uh. <laughs> And it's only going to get better. Oh, my gosh. It's like how my boobs looked and felt before I had breast reduction surgery. (laughs) I know. I'm trying to be like, get this baby here. Get get some of this out of here. You better be a hungry baby because. Running out of space. (laughs) Nipples touching belly button. (laughs) Boobs too low. Tubby too high. Alert, alert. I, I went I went to the doctor today uh, for a checkup, and it was funny because it was my first, like, I don't know, I guess of the, like, normal ones, so they didn't have to do a real exam, but they, like, they put me in there, and, like, their computer system was down, so everyone was very stressed out, and I was like, cool, and then they were just, like, throwing me and running away, and I had to open the door, and I was like, am I supposed to take my clothes off? And they were like, they literally were like, no? And I was like, that's not an unreasonable question at the fucking pussy doctor. Like, last time I came here, there was some knuckle action. So, like, yeah. you know. You think that you need to expo- be exposed from the boobs down, basically, for these. Yeah. Yes. No, she just did the little Doppler thing and, and oh. yeah, listened to the heartbeat. And then was just like, okay, get the fuck out of here. I was okay. like, all right. Glad I, glad I came down here. No, what they really wanted was to talk to me about my health insurance and everything. They have like a whole, you go, there's like the deposit and then you pay this and then you pay the doctor this and then the blah, blah, blah. It's just a whole thing. That's so not I was, fun. Yeah, I was talking to her about a breast pump and is why I started thinking about this. And um, I was, she was like, wait, there's this great service and you call them and they handle everything. And I was like, mm, I have an HMO. And she was like, oh. Um, okay, well, uh, hold on. What can we do? What can we do? Like, so like, you'll be handling everything yourself. So basically just squeeze your tit into a gallon jug <laughs> and be on your way. Um, There's a no, dairy was... farm down the street. They might give you a few pointers. Sign up on the waiting list. Um, the girls down there are real nice. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, wait, so she's literally like. Buy you a she... breast pump? Well, that's the thing is like nice breast pumps are like a thousand dollars and you use them for not very long. Oh, fuck. So you can either like rent one from the hospital or like it's this whole thing. So she's actually trying to figure out, which I'm not committing fraud. I'll just say that out loud. They might be able to write me a prescription. Oh, um, sweet. For a breast pump. Oh, and, that's and I great. will say, my health insurance has been good about covering prescriptions and stuff. So, oh, good. I mean, it's a medical device. So there you go. 
That's my decision. Uh, how dare I wish to not always have literal mouth at my literal teat. I mean, um, yeah. Rude. Yeah. So you sit with the pain of having milk in your tits that you can't express, you know? Uh-huh. Then you get nice and infected. I've heard uh-huh. the horror stories. Oh, Fucking yeah. Insurance. Jeez. Then they'll pay. Then they'll all pay when none, my nipples are crusty. None of these insurance companies are run by women, I assume. <laughs> Otherwise, I we, we'd have a lot more health care privileges. Yeah, you wouldn't have to see a primary care physician to be referred to a gynecologist because they would just fucking trust me that I have a vagina. Oh, well, that got dark. This is the kind of dark fucking conversation that you'd expect on a show called... Banshees and Booze! A paranormal podcast! With a shot of liquid courage. And when you talk about (laughs) the health insurance woes of America, you're gonna need a few shots. Gonna need some shots, 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 shots. Um, well, that was a great transition because Amy, yes, Tammy. I did it. I finally did it. <gasps> I've taken the plunge. I'm going to try. That's right. I bought a bottle of fake whiskey. Oh my gosh. We're finally dipping our toes into non-alcoholic spirits. This is Ritual Zero Proof Whiskey Alternative. It's a beautiful it's bottle. It's gorgeous. Got the cork thing <gasps> going on. That is so lovely. It looks exquisite. Now, I can't wait to tell you. Uh, I'm going to start this by reading some reviews. So, Ooh, okay. so, so, I, I, if you would like to drink your drink as well while I cue this up, because I, I wouldn't want you to sit there dry while I no, tease you with this. My, well, I'm glad you offered this to me because I am. Yes, drinking my usual wine, but this time I remembered to put it in my partner's in wine <gasps> Yay! Oh, that's lovely. I, I I didn't do that. I got my tumbler since I'm having, I pre-poured oh, some of it. God, I love that um, tumbler. So, so cute. So I was ordering my non-alcoholic beer and thought I'd give this a shot. So I go over to the website and I'm reading the reviews. And let me just tell you, all of the reviews are either five stars or one star. That is so complicated. I hate when I'm looking at any review, whether it's for a yep. fax, ma- fax machine. Why did I say fax machine? <laughs> Who bought a fax machine? I don't think online reviews of fax machines exist. I don't <gasps> think those two things exist at the same time. Like, like a, I don't know. <laughs> like a, a, a Yelp review for like. A local tannery. Oh my! (laughs) (laughs) A haberdashery. Uh Oh my god! What the hell? What I meant was, no matter what, it's like if it's all one stars and then all five stars, I'm very torn. It's very. I don't know whether to believe the fives or the ones. Uh I need it in between. Well, well, this is so. So I've got two of each. So here's a good one. Ooh. This is a pre- this is pretty good and has the feel of a drink. It's the best of the not whiskeys. It burns like whiskey. It's only good for mixing. I wouldn't recommend drinking it straight. Mm. I like it with flavored sparkling water. It gives you the feel of having a drink without the alcohol and calories. It's my go-to weekday drink. That's a five stars. Well-worded review. 
I like it. Next review. What a huge mistake this purchase was. After reading reviews and the info card at the store, I took the plunge and brought a bottle home. Second mistake was drinking it. Oh. It smells and tastes like the liquid at the bottom of a garbage bin strained through dirty socks. This is not an exaggeration. None of my family would taste it because they could not get past the smell test. Save yourself the expense and the testing of your gag reflex. Pass this by and never look back. Oh no! That's a that's a gross fucking smell. Uh-huh. I know that liquid that pools at the bottom of a garbage. Yeah, bin. yeah. Nice. So I, so I bought it. Um, <laughs> a positive review. It's definitely on the sweeter side with pleasant caramel notes. But honestly, ten out of ten. A great sipping drink that goes perfect with your favorite cigar. Okay. Okay. I hope you and have your favorite s- cigar with you. Well, am I allowed? To? No. <laughs> oh. Um, I need a non-alcoholic cigar. Uh, (laughs) Smokeless cigar. Uh And here's the last one I'll read for you. Worst tasting beverage I've ever had. I love bourbon and most alcohol. I love this person. I've been making more mocktails and trying to cut back a bit. I did not expect, expect this to taste like a standard whiskey, but I did expect something I could put into a mixed drink and enjoy. The best way my husband and I can describe this (laughs) <laughs> is the flavor you would get from drinking someone's spit cup from Skull Mint. <laughs> oh, my God. This the best is nauseating. Are you ready? The only application I can see for this is pouring it for a kid about to go off to college and telling them it's liquor in hopes they will avoid drinking upon <laughs> leaving home. <laughs> so I'm going to drink this. <laughs> okay, you need to tell me how it smells. Right, so I poured a little first. Okay. I'm ready with uh, some Canada Dry. That's oh, what I planned. So But smart. I did want to smell it and taste it before. Yes, yeah. You know, I feel so, like with these reviews, like, it depends. If you were, like, a big, big, big drinker mm-hmm. and, like, you're trying to sober up or you're in a, doing AA now, yeah. it's like, yeah, you might be like, this is fucking garbage. But yeah. if you weren't much of a drinker, but you feel like having a mature looking drink, you're like, yeah, this is pretty good. I think it depends on where you came from before yeah, yeah. diving. Okay, you sniffed and there was a face. There was a face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it says that there's like oak and vanilla and caramel notes, okay. which is code for this is about to be really sweet. Ooh. Um the, that one review did say it was pretty sweet. It and it like there's something that smells like it's trying to be alcohol. Oh. You know, like when you smell it and you get that little burn in the back. Yes, but what the <sighs> hell did they put in there to make it do be that? That's what scares uh, me. If, yeah, me too. <laughs> I okay. I'm gonna taste it. I really hope I don't vomit. She's such a hero. Yeah, it really. There's something about it that smells like smoke, like some kind of smoke. She's not in a good way. Doing this for you, little baby Casper. She's doing this for you to keep you healthy, mister. Oh, ooh. He thinks this is not a five-star review. Oh, no. Are you going to throw up? No. <laughs> but the the aftertaste oh, no. is straight fucking ashtray. Hold on, I'm tasting it again. Oh, <laughs> she is. She's gone for a second sip. I... It's so confusing oh to the God. body oh, because no. it tastes sweet. When I put it in my mouth, it was almost like 
apple juice, like that kind of sweetness. Oh. But then it, there, like there's something burning my tongue. What the hell do they put in there to give it that burny alcohol sensation when there is no alcohol in it? That's what makes it taste terrible. What do they do? Like liquid smoke? Apple cider vinegar? What Maybe. the hell? Oh, this Jesus. is fascinating. I'm going to keep right. drinking this wine. I'm going to pour in this Canada Dry. Let's see if it ruins the can of Canada Dry. I know. At first, it's probably going to be ultra sweet, but then you'll get like a more masked it's so weird because yeah like it feels sweet in my mouth but it doesn't taste sweet when i drink it i don't know that is fascinating i mean this part's not awful now you have a whole bottle of this yeah this is fucked up man (laughs) that was 32 dollars too that was another reason i didn't want to do it 32 dollars for non-alcohol just poison your babies. That's my opinion. I mean, I feel like it's better to like have a little bit of whiskey, like Ugh. half an ounce even, than a whole cup of that garbage. Did- I mean, I'm, I'm gonna drink it. It, it. You know what? Now, oh, okay. I burped a little, and it was kind of apple. This is fascinating. This is so interesting. Oh what? my god. All right. Well, maybe I just needed a cigar. I think you're right. Um, <laughs> She's not gonna have alcohol, but just light up that cigar. Light Woo! a stogie, baby. I don't want my baby to be a nerd. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I feel like back okay. in the day, didn't? Um, oh, you're frozen, but I'm just gonna keep talking because I don't know if you can hear me or not. Oh, actually, you know what? I will stop talking. Wait, you're here. Oh, she's giving me a thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I paused. I heard I heard it go silent. Oh, so that was good. I kept yeah. I kept chatting to myself, and you don't have to edit a darn thing. You're welcome. Oh, this is exciting! I yep. can't wait to hear what you said oh, about me when I couldn't hear. So good. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. I feel like in I don't know if this is an old wives' tale, but didn't they used to like rub babies' gums with whiskey when they were teething oh, yeah. to like mm-hmm. help soothe the pain? I mean, doctors used to prescribe cocaine, so I think we've all survived. Some weirdness, you know. We've all survived some weirdness. Maybe Casper um, needs a little bit of regular whiskey every now and then. Ugh, I'm not keeping whiskey in this house. That's going to be a problem. No. Nah. Uh, <laughs> like that guy in, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember the names of things ever. That The very first Netflix show. Remember the Orange very is the f- New Black. No. Oh. Oh. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fudge. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. House of Cards. Yeah. That was it. That guy was an alcoholic and then he was like, he started taking like syringes (gasps) and like spritzing a little syringe of whiskey in his mouth. There you go. Guess, uh, well, you know how that turned out. (laughs) Not good? Didn't didn't stop with syringes. (laughs) Or he does like... 5,000 syringes of whiskey? Yeah. He's like, right? I only had some syringes. <laughs> it's a good workout. Um, okay, I think you went first last time. You want me to go first? I would this love time? to hear your okay. story. Oh, we didn't know oh, that's this right. exciting topic. 
Well, that's because there isn't one. one. It's our very first wild card episode. That's right. Neither Tammy nor I know what the other one is doing. That's right. And it was uh, definitely not because I couldn't think of another topic. And it was also not. like, I don't have to do this much longer. So um, Yeah, because we've got some really exciting things cooking for yeah. the next episode. Uh, it's going to be so exciting. I'm so excited. Um, it's going to be a huge surprise and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. So um, I actually, I found this article. I was looking around for a bunch of different things. And then when I found this article, it was just really good. It's pretty long. I edited some of it, but I might skip around. Great. Um, but Mine's hella short, so oh, okay, go great. for it. So I'm going to be reading straight from this article. Um, it is a New York Times article by Molly Fitzpatrick. It was originally published in May of 2020, but was updated in October of 2021. I don't know mm-hmm. which parts were updated, but mm, um, the happened. name of the article is Quarantining with a Ghost. <gasps> it's scary. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. A topic I never thought about. Quarantining I, with a ghost. No. Isn't this cool? I was so excited. And it's so good. I'm so okay. jealous. Okay. All right. Get ready. Ready. S- get comfy have a drink that doesn't think it's going to poison you like my i gonna take a sip of my alcoholic wine okay i'm gonna keep drinking it though um all right for those who believe they're locked down with spectral roommates the pandemic has been less isolating than they bargained for (laughs) Uh, Adrian Gomez lives with his partner in Los Angeles, where their first few days of sheltering in place for the coronavirus pandemic proved uneventful. They worked remotely, baked, took two-mile walk each morning, and refinished their porcelain kitchen sink. But then, one night, the doorknob began to rattle vigorously. So loud, you could hear it from across the apartment. Yet no one was there. In mid-April, Mr. Gomez was in bed when a nearby window shade began shaking against the window frame so intensely, despite the fact that the window was closed. An adjacent window shade remained perfectly still. The cats were accounted for, and no bug or bird or any other small creature had gotten stuck there. It was so intense that Mr. Gomez thought it was an earthquake. Whoa. Quote, I very seriously hid myself under the comforter, like you see in horror movies, because it really did freak me out. Oh, my God. Ooh, I'd be scared that someone was trying to break in. Yeah, right? Now, though neither he nor his partner uh, noticed any unexplained activity in the home before this, the couple can distinctly make out footsteps above their heads. No one lives above them. (gasps) Stop. (laughs) Oh, no. Quote, I'm a fairly rational person, says Mr. Gomez, who's 26 and works in IT support. I try to think, what are the reasonable, tangible things that could be causing this? But when I don't have those answers, I start to think maybe something else is going on. They're not alone, possibly in more ways than one. Uh, For those whose experience of self-isolation involves what they believe to be a ghost, their days are punctuated not just by Zoom meetings or homeschooling, but by disembodied voices, shadowy figures, misbehaving electronics, invisible cats cozying up on couches, caresses from hands that aren't there, and even, in some cases, to borrow the technical parlance of Ghostbusters, free-floating, full-torso, vaporous apparitions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I just can't stop thinking about the cat cat on the cat snuggling I up. I know. Ghost cat snuggles. 
So there's a couple of paragraphs for the uninformed about what ghosts are and how there's no scientific explanation for them. Um, uh, that's not what we Let's skip that bullshit and get to more ghosts. Yes, please. Uh, before stay-at-home restrictions in New York, Patrick Hines, 42, left Manhattan with his husband and daughter to spend six weeks at a, quote, adorable cottage in western Massachusetts that they rented on Airbnb, which is so smart, by the way, Barely. to, like, Airbnb during the pandemic. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, one night, Mr. Hines woke up around 3 a.m. thirsty for a glass of water. He said he walked into the kitchen and saw a white man in his 50s wearing a well-worn World War II-era military uniform and cap sitting at the table oh god quote it seemed normal in the split second before i realized wait what's happening (laughs) and as i turned to look he was gone mr hines who's the host of the podcast true crime obsessed oh uh yeah i wish i was like i've heard of that um he said it didn't feel menacing at all it almost didn't even occur to me to tell my husband the next morning Uh, If you were to accept the premise that ghosts are real, it stands to reason that some tension would naturally result once their flesh and blood roommates start spending much, much more time at home together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So then there's some stuff about, oh, this guy who used to be a host of the TV show Ghost Stalkers, which I maybe heard of. I have heard of it in research. Like, it's come up. Yeah. I've never watched it. So he says that um, there's been, like, a huge influx of of reports since when the lockdown started. Um, And he said it happens a lot during heightened states of anxiety. Like, and he's even, like, a paranormal researcher. And he's like, in 1999, right before Y2K, it went crazy. And the same thing with there were a lot of reports of UFO sightings around the same time. No way. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, Mr. Tenney, the, the ghost guy, says, uh, no, there's no doubt that the vast majority of these cases are completely explainable. Um, for example, when the sun comes out and the house starts to warm up, they're usually at work. They're not used to hearing the bricks pop and the wood expand. Uh. Um, so, it's not that the house was never making these sounds. It's just that no one had time to notice it. So, he th- feels like that's a pretty common thing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And, th- and then we move on to... Or is it? Ah, <laughs> yes. Janie Cowan believes she's been haunted since college. Uh, the ghost she calls Matthew, and then she says, quote, a good biblical name chosen in the hopes it would keep him on his best behavior, um, <laughs> has historically made his presence known in her Nashville home through the sounds of someone running up and down the staircase at night. Nope. No, Matthew. Yeah, no, no that's Matthew. not a good little biblical boy. That is not what Jesus would do. <laughs> um, the noises are not like a house settling or like our cat walking around, said her husband, Will. Um, it's very clearly out to get attention. I kind of love that, too, because it's like Will's talking about it, and she's like, I've known this ghost since college. <laughs> so it's like... I love that Will is like, it's our ghost now. Uh, She's like, don't mansplain a ghost to me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh... So around uh, the time the couple began to self-isolate, Mr. Cowan started to use their guest bathroom. So his wife, who's a home health nurse, um, could sleep in without the sound. You know, she'd been doing Mm -hmm. night shifts during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, So she could sleep in without the sounds of his morning routine. 
He has found that Matthew, who both spouses agree prefers Mrs. Cowan, (laughs) doesn't seem to appreciate these changes. On three separate occasions while showering in the guest bath, Mr. Cowan has been unexpectedly blasted with cold water. But it wasn't just a quirk of the plumbing. Every time, he said, he reached out to find the hot water nozzle had been turned off. Okay. Uh-huh. That, I now have no questions. Because, you know, yeah. I'm like, I mean, that happens oh, in old houses. A shower like, that you haven't used a lot yeah. is acting weird. But yeah. the fact that the, that's like, you know, oh, the lights flickered, the lights went off. It's like, okay, yeah. it's an old house. But then it's like, but the switch, the switch. was yeah, flipped. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, I have no <laughs> argument. That's fucked up. Ooh, Ugh. that's a mean ghost, too. I hate cold showers. Yeah, that's rude. rude. He's helping out his wife, and this mm-hmm. is his this is his reward. Come on, awful. Matthew's like, uh, you'll never ghost explain to that woman again, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> I am hers, and she is mine. <laughs> says um, so in the Bible. It says so. Um, let's see, where is it? Go? Oh, here's a good one. Um, Madison Hill, twenty four. Okay, hold on. Get ready to hate her. Is writing out the pandemic with her boyfriend in her apartment in Florence, Italy. Oh, I hate her. A, she's 24. B. She's 24. Writing out with her boyfriend in Italy. She's a writer and teacher, originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, Has always had suspicions about this home, particularly the bathroom. There was a sense that someone was watching her. Doors would slam and towels would inexplicably end up on the floor. There we go. Um... Are you sure there's no alcohol in there? Um, all right. Nope, there's no way. It's just poison. It's poison. You're just being slowly. poisoned. That's all. Yep. It's all NBD. good. It's all good. Well, Florence, worst Florence is like so old. I mean, yeah. when we were there, we stayed in a medieval watchtower from the 1400s. Ugh. And it was haunted, was it not, Amy? It sure as fuck was, Tammy. Yeah. That's Right. So, yeah, this little 24-year-old just needs to mm-hmm. know that Florence is fucking old, okay? Um, okay, she's about to get her comeuppance. Oh. This is so mean. We shouldn't be mean. I know. Away, I'm just jealous. It's really fun. I'm just jealous. She's young and lives in Italy with her boyfriend. She's, yeah, exactly. So, okay, a few weeks into quarantine, she woke up to find something on her nightstand that did not belong there. It was a camera lens, one she'd brought from the United States but lost when she moved in. She'd given up long ago on ever finding it, but here it was. Oh, I don't like this. A little creepy, a little it's creepy. to look behind my back because I'm like, yep. I'm freaking out a little here. That's Since creepy. Then, other small objects, including a set of keys, have moved to strange new places inside her apartment. The reappearance of the camera lens in particular struck her as a mischievous, playful gesture, perhaps even a thoughtful suggestion that this could be the perfect time for Ms. Hill, who majored in film in college, to pick her old hobby back up. (laughs) Oh, I like that she's taking it as like a, you know what? Thank you. Yeah. I have wanted to do photography for so long. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um... Here's another story. Here's another story. I'm trying to like, how, wh- where's some good stories? They've all oh, okay. been good. Yeah, right? Okay, here's here's another one. Um, Danielle, a 39-year-old lawyer, isolation predates the pandemic. Uh, she's been recovering at her home since contracting an unrelated serious illness over the like winter pri- prior. So that fucking sucks oh. for her. 
She first experienced strange activity in February, she said, when she kept walking into her guest bedroom to find a particular lamp turned on, although she had no memory of leaving it that way. This happened again and again and again until on a whim she said aloud, don't turn that back on. The next time she entered the room, she found the ceiling light, which she never switches on, on. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. And that is what you call malicious compliance. (laughs) That ghost was like, fine, I won't turn on the lamp. What a brat. You didn't say Uh, not to turn on the ceiling fan light. Um, You didn't say that. You didn't say that. You didn't say that. Maybe I'll just turn uh, off your hot water. Maybe. Bitch. So, yeah, so they're kind of talking about um, the idea of the paranormal identity can provide someone at least a little bit of social sustenance to help people endure their solitude. Um, at least as long as the ghost isn't advising its hauntees to go into emergency rooms without a mask and French kiss everyone. And we should be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> easy for the right the author to say not easy for the people living with ghosts during the lockdown yeah right um and then the final quote is from the the ghost hunter guy who says one could argue that the ghost puttering around in your kitchen is not only there but that she's always been there mm. maybe you're what's changed or maybe you're listening more closely in the greater quiet all around us Perhaps we're just now starting to notice that the world is a little bit weirder than we gave it credit for. Ah, yes, yes. Isn't that nice? I like that. Because, you know, there's been, I don't know, a handful of episodes that we've done where, like, we talk about hauntings and what's Mm -hmm. a residual haunting? What's this haunting? And, um, you know, just like like every analyst is always like, you know, there's this huge article in Psychology Today basically like, yeah, yeah, no, when a person's really stressed out or, like, really anxious, mm-hmm. they, quote, see ghosts, see there's mm-hmm. ghosty stuff, all of a sudden the paranormal stuff happens, and that's the explanation. But it's, like, I really believe that it's, like, the awareness of, like, oh, yeah. like, that stuff has been going on all around. But during the pandemic, especially during lockdown, shit yeah. was quiet. There was, especially in cities, you don't have the sound of airplanes, traffic, horns honking, pedestrians outside. It was so quiet and everything is so still. And yeah, you notice things way Mm -hmm. more. So yeah, I think that I like the idea. I vibe with the idea that like it's always been there. It's just now you're noticing. I think so too. I think it's very, you know, and it's, I'm such a huge proponent of like mind body connection and this is like this a similar thing like a mind spirit connection Mm -hmm. you know where maybe it's yeah you're just noticing it more or maybe you're in the right mental place to notice it more and maybe that's a good mental place and maybe it's a not good mental place you know and and so it's just kind of like being aware of the changes is right you know and some of those changes are pretty like Okay, a lamp that keeps switching on, and now it's the, mm-hmm. the the ceiling light that keeps switching on. It's like you're not. That's not a reaction to your stress. That's not like mm-hmm. oh, I must be so anxious. I think the lights are right. turning on. They're literally physically yeah. turning yeah. on. Like so, you can't argue that. But yeah, yeah. When and like, there's nothing to distract you during lockdown. There was no work. You know, we were just yeah. kind of just sitting around. Like okay, I'm starting to feel energy now you know yeah Ooh, 
I was talking about this the other day with Anna. We were we were talking. We were like, remember the beginning of this, and like, what a different time that was. Like, remember when we like all at six o'clock would go cheer outside of our windows? Oh my god, that's right. We would cheer and clap. God, it was so different. We were like gonna beat this thing together <laughs> remember when lockdown it was like we're gonna lock down for two to three weeks and then this will be over if we push up challenge that's right the push up <laughs> challenge oh my god oh my god i wish we could just go back to like making fun of gal gadot and her video like that's i wish right. that was the stupidest thing that has happened in the past two years <laughs> I can't believe it's been a full two years and we are now into our third, like going into our yep. third. That's just, yep. I remember like thinking like, okay, three weeks, we can get through this three weeks. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, three years, we can get through three years. It's oh my God. Christ almighty. I'm, I'm right there. I don't, I don't think it's ever really going to go away. I think. I'm just hoping that we can get to the point where we can boost it well enough mm-hmm. yep. that you just get a mild case, mm-hmm. you know, like a truly like, mild case. Mm-hmm. Like having the flu, like every mm-hmm. year we have to get a little boost, but you know, if we do catch it, it won't kill us. But It's crazy because I was, again, I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like, I feel confident about getting on the plane because I think I have good hygiene and you know, when I traveled to Chicago for right after Christmas, you know, right after we got there, it was like, oh, it's a hot spot now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so then I had to get back on an airplane a couple of days later. And I did get a notification on my phone that I was proximately, <laughs> I was within proximity um, to someone who tested positive. Oh, wow. Um, and I know it was at the airport because I it came from like the Colorado Department of Health. Oh, so I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So I know because I have that set up on my phone. Yeah. That if if you know. Yeah. Same. And so I know I was exposed to it, and I tested, you know, and I never tested positive. And so it was one of those things where I was like, yeah. So feels like I did a good job at the airport, and everything, and and she was like, and you're vaccinated, and I was like. Oh, yeah, that's what the vaccine's supposed to do. I just gave up on that because everyone everyone that I know that's gotten Omicron was fully vaxxed and boosted. Oh, yeah, same. Um, Same. I guess I don't know people that aren't fully vaxxed and boosted. I know, yeah. But, you know, I think I did. I had just kind of given up on the fact that, like, well, I'll probably get, you know. Yeah, and the way I saw it was being vaxxed and boosted just means I won't die of it or probably need to go to the hospital, but I will still definitely get it unless... We treat things the way we're treating them before vaccinations, which is like double masking, putting on a face Mm -hmm. shield, sanitizing everything. And yeah, it's I found with all the travel that I've done during the pandemic that I'm like, oh, it's not me. It's everyone freaking else that I'm just like, yeah, why was your mask down for two hours? Do you really need to eat a full bag of peanuts on this fucking flight? I'm not eating a goddamn thing. People. I'm not taking my mask off. on. No. Although I will say I'd rather take my mask off on the airplane than at the airport. Yeah, because the, the, at least. Yeah. Yeah. The plane. We know what we're saying. Yes, but for exactly. Our it's actually safer they on the plane than the, the airport. Air. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just like whatever beverage I drank, I had a straw. Like I asked for a mm-hmm. straw and like I my water bottle has a straw in it. So I would just like 
poke the straw up through my shield, like under my mask. Yeah, yeah. And like sip it and then put, but I never, I just didn't eat. But you're pregnant, so, you know. I, well, on the, the Chicago flight on the way there, I got nauseous on the flight. Mm. And so, and I was like, oh, thank God that they gave me that. Cause I wasn't going to take my mask off at all. But I literally just like those that pretzel mix. Oh yeah! I, like opened that bag yeah. and just like shoved the whole thing in my mouth and put my mask back on and then just like slowly <laughs> chewed it because it was like early. It was like my poor tummy. I couldn't eat before. Oh, and, I know. The, I'm better now, but just put a bunch of popcorn in your mask. Eat it like a little. What's it called? Like a trough. trough oh like my a, god! Like a trough. Yes. yes. Like little horses. Oh, <laughs> I have some skinny pop right now. There you go. Oh, I love skinny so pop. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> I was having a meeting the other night and like I was like eating some before it started and then I was just like looking at the bag the whole time like it's like I mean can I, can I turn off my camera and my microphone real right quick? There. Yeah, you got to you got to pretend like you hear something off camera, huh? huh? What's that? Huh. Oh, hold on. Let me turn my camera off real quick cuz I clearly like, heard something. Ah, I still can't identify that sound. So let me check again. So, hmm, I don't know. Weird. That's the thing. Skinny Pop will do that. You take a bite and you're like, this is good. And then you finish eating it and you're like, I have to have more. <laughs> it is so good. It's really good. Uh, um, well, my research has nothing to do with the pandemic. Um, it's a wild card. That's the point. Wild card. But of course, now that I'm like, wild card it feels so last chance and i was like oh oh, oh i should have done i could have should have done this 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 <laughs> i know it's too much pressure so much i could have done although mine's not terrible but it's not exciting um okay so i looked at the drop date and um our super special episode that we haven't recorded yet that's really exciting mm-hmm. and going to be a surprise for everyone drops yeah. on international women's day so this episode that we're discussing right now drops exactly one week before International Women's Day. So I was like, well, well what women, lady ghosts have we not honored yet? Oh, so uh, I love this, Amy. <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah. So I said, let's celebrate a week early uh-huh. uh, with a famous lady ghost that we haven't reported on yet. Well, all of March is... Yeah, it's International Women's International Month. International Women's Month, yeah. yeah. I guess there's like a or women's day History within month or the month or whatevs. But uh, yeah. yeah, so keeping it international, this is a famous uh, Mexican lady ghost, but it's not La Llorona. Oh, boy. Because that one okay. was way too fucking scary. To that was scary. Yeah, it was that too was scary really for scary. me. Uh, this ghost is called La Planchada or okay. the Iron Lady. Oh, I like her already. Not to be confused with Margaret Thatcher. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So this came from a website called hauntedghoststories.com. Yay. What a name for a website. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, here we go. Not too long, but interesting. If you follow Mexican folklore and ghost legends from the region, you know that there are actually several versions of La Planchada floating around. Oh, obviously, we knew this duh, duh I mean it's all we ever talk about something new <laughs> um okay so nevertheless the iron lady is a tale that still haunts hospitals in central mexico to this day uh, we explore in detail her history and why she refuses to move on okay, okay. so who is la planchada planchada pardon my mispronunciations um <laughs> 
La Planchada, whose real name was, oh boy, speaking of mispronunciations. Uh-oh. Okay, E-U-L-A-L-I-A. Eulalia. Yeah. Eulalia, whose real name was, and I apologize, I speak Italian as my second language. So I, I was going to say, Amy Enriquez, you better pull it I out. I know I'm not honoring my husband's heritage. With the, I actually suck at this. Um, okay, so okay. we'll say Eulalia you, you, uh, mm-hmm. was a nurse. And so she's typically seen in an old-fashioned nurse's uniform. The story ba- dates back to the 1930s. Uh, so that's like kind of the era of her clothing, which I love mm-hmm. that era for clothing. Yeah. Um, we know that she worked at a hospital in Juarez. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. The hospital's name is called Hospital Juarez, which is in the heart of Mexico City. This Got makes a it. lot of sense because my husband's family is from Juarez and that is not central Mexico. No. That is <laughs> that's the border of the United States and yeah, yeah. El Paso, which is mm-hmm. west northwest Mexico. Yeah, northwest, so I was yeah. like this I may be super fucking white, but I know. Hey, I'm impressed. Thank you know you. the area. I was like uh-huh. I know that Juarez is not central Mexico and okay, so it's called Hospital Juarez, which is in the heart of Mexico City. Okay. Got it. Eulalia was a stellar nurse, always going above and beyond for her patients. She was truly on top of everything needed on her floor. Eventually, a doctor caught her eye, and they, Ooh. the pair, fell in love. Aww. Oh, but alas, this love was not meant to be. Uh, oh. Because eventually, the doctor left for a conference and never returned. Oh, no. Uh, Did he die, or was he a cheater? The cheater cheater oh, cheater i know what a jerk Fucking never ass. trust doctors wait no trust doctors right now i'm I so mean, confused by the pandemic <laughs> don't trust men unless they're your doctors and give you good adv- medical advice i don't know you know what don't go to male doctors that's that's my policy i seriously one of my best yeah friends from childhood is, is an OBGYN, and i was like we we zoom a bunch and i was like why are there male OBGYNs? Like, that's gross to me. And she's like, you know why? Because women take such good care, much better care of themselves than men. It's so much easier to be a doctor to just female patients because they listen. They take good care of themselves as opposed to having to do with male patients. So being an OBGYN is like a better deal. I'm like, ew. I still don't like it. I hate it. I still don't like it. it. I've had one male OBGYN because I had to. I had like Obamacare insurance and I had to Mm -hmm. have him. And they assigned him to me and I was, he was the actual worst doctor I've ever fucking had. And I've had some really awful female OBGYNs who discounted my concerns and they were Mm -hmm. awful. He was the absolute worst. That sucks. And my very first appointment with him, he was... He's like, please forgive me. I just had a chemical peel on my face, which is why my skin is flaking off. His skin was flaking off, Tammy. This is pre-pandemic, so there was no masks. And he had a fucking chemical peel and flakes of skin were just snowing, snowing everywhere. Probably into my fucking vagina. You had your legs open. (laughs) And my hole was wide open. Oh, my God. The snowing. 
I'm in my hole. Horrified right now. Thank you. Thank you. It was oh. awful. So that's when I brought it up to my girlfriend. I was like, I had this one, doctor, and why does he need to be an OBGYN? Um, that just confirmed the theory that I just said. So <laughs> just don't go to male doctors. Uh, I only had one male OBGYN, and it was on accident, kind of, because I made the appointment at the place, and it was this giant place, and I was like, I think I've been here before. I think this is where I go to the doctor and then I made the appointment and then turns out I had gone there because I'd been really sick not oh. it was a different thing so then he was used to doing like he was like a urologist basically like he was an OBGYN but mostly it was like for problems mm. and so literally he was like no I mean this is good for me because normally it's like really sick people come to me so just like doing a pap smear is fine right and I was like all right this is a little weird to me now also also he was really fucking cute so that was like kind of a problem that's a problem yeah he was like joking with me the whole time which I both appreciated and also I was like you're really cute (laughs) and you're joking with me and like please don't judge my bodily reactions (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah that's a that's a problem i didn't i didn't go back there Uh. (laughs) well let me tell you that the other person who did not come back was this doctor because apparently he met another woman while he was away for this conference Mm -hmm. yeah right um and uh never returned to eulalia or his job what a fucking terrible doctor and person uh so this was heartbreaking and confusing and soul crushing and it affected eulalia's work Um, which was her life and her passion. So her performance began to suffer. Mistakes began to happen. And eventually Mm. she lost a patient due to her lack of concentration. So this like crushed her. And uh, this is written so dramatically. Once an impeccable nurse, now a shell of herself. (laughs) Um, So eventually Eulalia took her own life. In the hospital where she worked at. It doesn't say yeah. how, but yeah. I she was depressed. She didn't have her man. She didn't have her job. Um, she didn't have her livelihood. So she uh, died by suicide. Um, so sightings at hospitals throughout Mexico started to happen. So immediately colleagues and patients began to noticed began to noost uh began to <laughs> notice ghost sightings of la planchada all around her floor that like her floor that she worked like it was like uh-huh. right away they noticed ghost stuff um uh, uh, uh it was almost uh, as if she couldn't let go of tending to her patients but was she trying to right a wrong or was she just trying to do what she loved? Ooh, mm-hmm. interesting. So was it like guilt that kept her bound to that floor mm-hmm. because she had failed her patients? Yeah. Um, and to this day, you can find La Planchada walking through the halls. She peeks into patients' rooms and she'll hang out in the emergency corridor. But it's not specific just to Hospital Juarez, which is where she worked. Mm-hmm. Um, she has since uh, visited patients in hospitals all over Mexico City, um, and they start to call her the Iron Lady. I don't know why they call her the mm. Iron Lady. That's never explained. Um, but they do explain why they call her La Planjada. 
the reason why the hospital staff began to call the ghost of Hospital Juarez La Planchada is because she always wears a clean and freshly pressed uniform. I should have Google translated the word planchada. I'm guessing it means uh, pressed. Ironed, I- maybe? Oh. <laughs> My <Nice>. God. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. Amy Enriquez, you are such a lazy thinker. Uh, duh. When I think Iron Lady, I'm yeah. thinking like, oh, I think a warship. Steel. Yeah. yeah, like uh-huh. the Iron Lady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm just going to put in La. Okay, I'm going to Google Translate, everybody. We're going to get this right. La Planchada. Oops, I misspelled it. Yep, it means the ironing. Yeah, I think La Planchette in French is iron. The so. ironing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. We know. What does it mean in Italian, though? Probably the same. <laughs> nope, not even close. Stirare means iron. Uh, okay. Okay. So now we know why it's called the Iron Lady. Wow. Wow. You learn something every day, Amy. Um, okay. So then this person gets into like, what are ghosts and how are they perceived? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, she has been known to glow to hover and Ooh. to walk. Um, <laughs> uh, healing all across hospitals and, and healing uh, those in the room where she died. Um, and then it says, but one thing was certain. She always looked great. It's like, <laughs> just because she was really good at ironing her uniform. Hell yeah. That's, uh, that's important. <laughs> I guess so. Crisp. It is. It is. Crisp. She was very proud of that. I bet her fucking face wasn't peeling off while she was invest or examining patients. Seriously. Oh, damn. I'm getting nauseous just thinking about that experience. Jesus. I'm upset. It's upsetting. I have such a good OBGYN right now. I mean, I'll, Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love mine. I love mine. She is so sweet and she's so attentive and she listens uh-huh. and yeah me likey mine is a very good listener she's like kind but also like i should give it to you straight i feel like yes you know when i told mine mine. that i was considering breast reduction surgery like a year ago Mm -hmm. she was like yeah i mean for you and your body that makes sense as long as this is not coming from your husband or any you know i'm like oh Oh. she's like as long as he's because she doesn't know him obviously you know with the yeah yeah never be the type yeah, to yeah, be like, yeah. I get smaller titties. Yeah, um, yeah. But her biggest concern, she's like, as long as it's what you want and not what a man wants for you. I'm like, ooh, yes, I ma'am. I love her. Me too. She is an iron lady. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so our last paragraph here says, does the eye... Oh, wait. <laughs> Have I been saying iron or ironed lady this whole time? You've been saying iron. Okay, it's ironed. Ironed lady. <laughs> Tammy, I've only actually had like four sips of this wine. <laughs> and I don't I know what's so, happening to my brain. That is so, so funny. <laughs> like, if I had been saying the ironed lady all along, yeah. I would not have been so shocked and mind blown when you suggested to me that the word planchada means iron. You know, it's just because, you know, Meryl Streep movies have excellent uh, uh, 
that pu- pu- publicity yes. and they get into your brain yes. and so you you naturally said iron obviously yeah. because I'm thinking of our Oscar winning you know obviously yep. I had to vote on it for the SAG awards I'm sure mm-hmm. and it's just That's really it was, made an yeah. impact on my brain okay really did okay I really fucked up this wild card as much <laughs> as one could so proud that's what the wild card is for Amy <laughs> you're doing it right I sure am a wild card on this one Woo. okay so does the ironed lady have healing powers and the answer is this is where the story gets interesting oh. sometimes the hospital is over occupied and it takes a while for the nursing staff to get to every patient uh however uh when nurses when when things are really busy when the nurse does arrive to a room it's quite typical that the patient says the nurse has already come to visit them and they're like nope no record of that here and they're like no the nurse already came in and helped and I'm actually already feeling really good oh my god yes so the ironed lady Mm -hmm. uh, not only goes and tends to them but she actually truly helps them apparently um so we will truly never know if it's just like her her helpful concerned spirit that makes patients feel better or she's actually like legit working off the clock (laughs) um yeah so it just says spirits don't move on typically because they have unfinished business and in this case uh la planchada is holding on to some serious guilt in the end she is doing wonderful things for her patients but the author writes, but I feel like it would be nice for her to get some rest after all these years. Yeah. Aww. Why does she have to keep working in the afterlife? But that fucking doctor who ditched her and his patients for another woman is like, resting in peace. I mean, we don't know that. He could be tormented in the pits of hell somewhere. There's always hope. But you know what? I'm going to hold on to that hope. I like that. Yeah. yeah I like that. I like that I like too. that for us. Yes. <laughs> So those were our wild cards. Holy smokes. I loved it. I thought that was fun. It was fun. It was fun. And in retrospect, we should have done so many wild card episodes. I know. It really worked out. um, I was like, you mean I could choose anything? Uh Uh-huh. It's overwhelming. The power. (laughs) To think that there were things we haven't done already. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we've done a million like haunted hospitals, but, you know, Mm -hmm. it's fun to do like, oh, this one little ghost nurse and yeah i like her i like her a lot me too that was (laughs) fun and oh my god so we did do like quarantine ghosts or like what did we do when with the pandemic first hit we did pandemic ghosts or something places yeah places that were closed that's right and it wasn't the easiest to research and duh we should have waited well that was when we didn't know the pandemic was gonna last two and a half years (sighs) i mean but we like there weren't a ton of stories yet but Mm -hmm. now of course it's like yeah we're a few years in and there's so many now absolutely crazy 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 that was fun yeah um well if you uh, well i mean maybe you could if you if you have if you have a a a low deductible yes and a reasonable copay fucking tell us about it we'd want to get tell us which one we can get on uh you can tell us about that or you know ghosts or whatever uh by writing to us at our email address upghostandpersonal at gmail.com and you can get in contact with us if you go to our website which is www.banshees and click a fun little button that says seen a ghost Ooh, boop 
Yes, I have. Type, 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 type. Hello. Type, click, click, click type, 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 Banshees and booze. Uh-huh. And if you want us to never ever read your story, uh-huh. certainly drop it to us on Twitter at Banshees mm. Booze because we never ever go there. No, we don't. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. Why not? It's still helpful. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, which is wherever you can find us. And hey, Amy. Yes. Uh, if you see a ghost. Oh, God. Uh, find out if it, if it wears iron or just wears ironed clothes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that was good. That was oh, God. Good. And use Google Translate. Uh, <laughs> hey, Tammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Drink the liquid out of the bottom of a garbage can <laughs> strained through a dirty sock. Because <laughs> that is legit less scary than seeing a ghost. It, it's, I mean. Uh, are you still having I did, such interesting burps? Oh, no, thank God. Mm. That part has ended. But I think that means that my body is now fighting everything that's in there. Yeah. I, I think I figured it out because... Um, Oh, yeah, because I meant to, I was, I did more research on it, but it's capsaicin. They put capsaicin in there to give it the mouth burn. And I wish I didn't know that because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's capsaicin, like, it's like a jalapeno, you know? And if I didn't know that, I think I would have been tricked a little bit, you know? Also, good for pregnant ladies to know because I think the bigger you your baby gets, the more prone to heartburn you become. And oh, I'm fucking there, okay, my friend. So you might need some extra Tums tonight. I keep Tums on my uh, bedside table because I literally wake up in the middle of the night and have to eat Tums. Well, I have a shit ton at my house just for you, my friend. Uh, thank you. Yes, you are coming thank into you. the house of indigestion. So <laughs> you are, we got it all. Last night, I was seriously like, am I sick? Because I, I did what I always do. I drink the amount of water I always drink. I got into the bed. I always have my bottle. I took a couple of sips. I laid down. I started to fall asleep and I was like, oh, got to pee already. Ha ha. Got up and peed. Got back in the bed. Legitimately, 20 minutes later, I was like, I have to pee again. Okay, weird. Got up and peed. Tried to go to sleep. Like 45 minutes later, I was like, what the fuck is going on i have to pee again oh my god it's so and then unfair. i got and then i got scared
weird. Like, I was like, am I sick per day? Part B, I was like, what if I pee all night long and I don't get to sleep? You know how, like, when you're trying to sleep? Yes. And then you start catastrophizing. You're like, what if I never sleep again? What if I never sleep? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. And then me. I was like, what if I piss myself in the middle of the night? Like what is happening? So it was so <laughs> funny. Cause I really was just like, okay, we got, so like the last time I sat on the toilet for a long time and I was like, all of the pee needs to leave the body, right? We're not fucking around anymore. Just sit We're here for done. 10 minutes. We are done. And then I got back in the bed and I got the best sleep I've had in like forever. Yeah. I have no idea what the fuck happened, Sometimes but I just- slept Gotta give your body a good talking to. Just needed to. Just don't turn that on. (laughs) There was one like reductress headline, you know, that I like was like, this is the most relatable thing. It was like, um, too full of pee to fall asleep, but too tired to get up to pee. I was like, (laughs) yes, this is so true. I'm like, I'm, and I'm not pregnant, so it's a different story. I just have a tiny fucking ass bladder and I drink so yeah. much water and it's like oh I can't fall asleep because my bladder feels full but mm-hmm. I'm so tired I can't go pee right now it's like, it's it, this is such so a unfair. weird thing for me I'm like I I normally can hold it for yeah you're like a so, freaking camel like you I never really pee am. yeah I, I'm always like surprised when you actually do have to pee I'm like you have to pee yeah wow I, I did I know it's get ready Amy I'm, I'm gonna so pee excited a lot. I had, it was so funny. I, I, when I, when I had really bad back pain, you know, for all those years, it was a similar thing where I'd be like, I have to pee, but I'm finally comfortable. Uh, and if I get up yeah. so that I just be like, which part of my body am I going to disrespect right now? Yeah. You know, <laughs> everybody who's under the age of, I don't know, 34 listening to this, yeah. just Enjoy. Enjoy it while Enjoy it, lasts. it Treat your bodies kindly. Yeah. There will be repercussions to pay. Amen. <laughs> and don't buy this fucking disgusting whiskey. Oh. One star. One. Two stars. This, Two this stars. is the lowest burp rating ever. I'll get, okay, on the burp scale... Two and a half. Okay. Because the burps are flavorful, at least. They're flavorful, yeah. that's for yeah. sure. Okay. Good lessons. Right. Lessons to learn. These old broads are going to bed. Well, I'm going to go eat dinner. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Amy, I'll see you in a couple of days. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Now I'm not going to sleep. I'm so excited. excited. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, everybody. The next episode is going to be so fucking good. It's going to be so good. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Eee! Tune we'll in. We'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.